You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. When we talk about shura, usually our Sunni brothers and sisters, what do they bring up? Caliphate. They say the Khilafah, it's assigned through the mechanism of Shura. If you tell them why is Abu Bakr the Caliph? Shura, a, a group of the companions, they gathered, they consulted, they decided that he's the Caliph, so he's the Caliph. And so Imamah and Khilafah comes through consultation. We in the school of Ahlul Bayt, we reject that because the Quran is very clear that Khilafah, Imamah, divine leadership is by divine appointment, not by Shura, right? So we have to make it very clear that when we're talking about Shura, it's not matters that God has decided. Imamah is God's domain. If it's God's domain, you have no business choosing your leader, no business. And remember, we mentioned the proofs in our Islamic beliefs course, why Shura cannot be a mechanism for Khilafah. Just to recap four quick, very quick points. Number one, if Shura consultation is the mechanism that allows us to choose the Khalifa, this is such a critical thing. The Prophet should have explained to us its conditions, how it works, how you do it. You just leave it up to them. Hey, figure out the rules. Give us the rules. How does it work? Who's part of this shura? The Muhajireen, the Ansar, any Muslim? Who? People of Medina, people of Mecca, people of Hijaz. At the time of the Prophet, Islam had expanded. So who participates in this shura? Oh, the Prophet just doesn't conveniently tell us. Figure it out. When there's a mechanism, you have to show us the conditions. The Prophet, with the smallest things, he showed us the conditions. How do you do it? What's the proper way to do it? Now Khilafah. Divine leadership is going to be assigned through uh, Shura and the Prophet doesn't even tell us how it works. That tells you something is wrong here. Something doesn't add up. That's number one. Number two, whenever it came to the discussion of the Prophet's Khalifa, he never allowed for consultation with anyone. And remember, we talked about the Prophet in Mecca when uh, Islam desperately needed followers. The Prophet made and offered to some of the tribes that come, he made an invitation, come and, and follow me. Some of them told him, we'll follow you, but after you, who's the leader? If one of us will be the leader, yalla, from now we'll come and support you. The Prophet says, that's not my domain. Allah chooses this. So the Prophet made it very clear that when it comes to Khilafah, Imamah, or the successor after him, no, there is no room for, for consultation. Number three, if Shura is a mechanism to choose the Caliph, why did Abu Bakr appoint Umar as the Caliph? How come he didn't consult the Muslims? What happened to the principle of Shura? Tells us something's wrong. Tells us either Abu Bakr's Khilafah is invalid or Umar's Khilafah is invalid. You can't have both. If Khilafah is the way, <laughs> but by their standards, if Khilafah is the way, the way to choose the Caliph, it's the only way to choose the Caliph, then Umar cannot be a caliph because which shura appointed him? If it's not, you can appoint, okay then how did Abu Bakr, who appointed Abu Bakr? We have a problem here, we just have a problem here. 
Even with the Shura of Uthman, we have a problem. Because Umar appointed a six-member council. Where did the number six come from? Jibra'il came and told him it's six. Why not eight? Why not 15? Why not 30? Why not four? You can't just make up these laws and have an impact on the Muslim Ummah for until the Day of Judgment. Something's wrong with Shura. It's not possible. Number four, we mentioned this. If Shura is the mechanism to choose a caliph, even if it's limited Shura, because those at Saqifah, they were just a few companions. Not all the Muslims were involved. Then ISIS, when they chose Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi or these other leaders, they were justified based on Sunni fiqh. A group of Muslims, hey, they're Muslim, they say, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadun Rasulullah. They gathered, they chose their caliph. You have to recognize that. Why do you reject Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi? A group of Muslims chose him by Shura. Hey, if you say it has to be all Muslims, all Muslims didn't select Abu Bakr. Only a select group chose him, and then the rule was imposed on others. And if you say, well, not just anybody, that person has to like also have power. Yeah, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi had power in his regions. This creates a crisis in the Sunni world according to their theology and fiqh. If you open the path to this type of shura, then these guys can legitimately claim to be caliphs. But they're not gonna accept that. The rulers will not accept that, they'll fight. Why? Accept them as the caliph. See, this all tells you khilafah has nothing to do with consultation. It's a divine matter. Ya Dawood, inna ja'alnaka khalifatan. قَالَ إِنِّي جَاعِلٌ فِي الْأَرْضِ خَلِيفَةٌ إِنِّي جَاعِلُكَ لِلنَّاسِ إِمَامًا Look at all the words of the Qur'an. Imam, Khalifa, ruler, caliph, successor, Allah appoints it. So let's just make that clear. So no one comes and uses this consultation discussion and say, hey see, that's the best proof that the Prophet left, up, left it up to the companions to decide the Khalifa. No, no chance. Yes. No, they don't do shura. Uh -huh. Today, which which of those kingdoms does shura? What they consulted their people? They do they even let their people? Have you seen one of those kingdoms and say, hey, let's have shura? Let me ask my nation if you want ex king to continue the rule. <laughs> Who dares even has that discussion there? And then why do they wage war against other countries? I'm not being political here. We condemn the injustice that happened in Syria and the innocent killings. However, when they mobilize people to fight the president of Syria, well, first of all, he's Muslim and he's ruling a nation just like you guys are. Why is it that his rule was invalid according to your fiqh and your rule is valid? What's the difference? What's the difference? You pick and choose? Oh, your shura is fine. We somehow are legitimate rulers, but he's not. What's the difference? Either you're all legitimate or you're not legitimate. Why are some nations legitimate and the others are not? <laughs> you see the double standards? There is some sort of, yeah, we don't believe it's, uh, we don't believe that it's, it's an authentic intikhabat. Okay, you could make that argument. But like you said, there is some sort of intikhabat. So what's your problem with countries like that? There's nothing, you can, nobody has the right to express his views about the king. It's grounds for arrest, it's, it's grounds for going to jail, sometimes even killing you. You get beheaded. Sometimes if you start mobilizing the people to question whether the king should continue his rule.
So in any case, Khilafah is not one of the issues that's decided by consultation. And never in his life did the Prophet set such a precedent, never, impossible. Even though with battles, with Uhud, with critical things, he did, but not Khilafah.